Apostle Mrs. Leanne Kofi, the founder and general overseer of the Lord's Garden Ministries, a ministry which is focused on bringing back the glory of God into the lives of people who have been battered by the world. She's a healing apostle and ministers powerfully to break people free from demonic oppressions. We believe you'll be blessed as you listen to today's word. Now, today's word. Amen. This morning I bring you the word of God. And I, this is a fundamental word of God. Very instructive. Amen. It's an instructive word of God. And it's basically to do with the word itself. What we do with the word. And I've titled it, What God Has to Say. What God Has to Say. What does God have to say? What, what has God said? And what does he have to say in every season? God is always speaking. God is always at work, and God speaks and brings things into being. But the key is that, do we hear? Or the question is, do we hear? Are we listening, and how are we hearing what he says? I'm reading Revelation chapter 3, the verse 7 to 13. And the Bible says, And to the angel of the church in Philadelphia write, These things saith he that is holy, he that is true, he that has the key, of David, he that opens and no one shutteth, and shutteth and no man openeth. I know thy works. Behold, I've set before thee an open door, and no man can shut it. For thou hast a little strength, and you have kept my word, and hast not denied my name. You have a little strength, but you have kept my word, and not denied my name. Behold, I'll make of them, them of the synagogue of Satan, which say they are Jews and are not, but do lie. I will make them to come and worship before your feet. And to know that I have loved thee. Because you have kept the word of my patience, I will also keep thee from the hour of temptation, which shall come upon all the world, to try them that dwell upon the earth. Behold, I come quickly. Hold fast that which you have, that no man take thy crown. Him that overcometh will I make a pillar in the temple of my God, and he shall, know, shall go no more out. And I write upon him the name of my God. In the name of the city of my God, which is the new Jerusalem, which cometh down out of the heaven for my God, and I'll write upon him my new name. Then he says, He that has an ear, let him hear what the Spirit saith unto the churches. He that has an ear. And you, you come across this phrase often and often in the book of Revelation, where John, the revelator, ends by his letters by saying that he that has an ear, let him hear what the Spirit is saying to the churches. That means that some people do not have ears. Not that they don't have the physical ear, not that they can't hear, but they do not heed the word. The word goes out in one, goes in in one ear and pops out boop, the other ear. But he says that the word that he speaks, the word of God that we hear, he that has an ear, let him hear what the Spirit is saying to the church. Amen. Until you come to the place of hearing, listening and hearing God's word, you will flounder. You, you will be at loss. Because I think that if all the word that we read and every message that you've ever listened to or heard, if you truly heard it, took it in your spirit and we're working with it. Oh, our lives will be very different. Our lives will be very different. 
the enemy wouldn't have, you know, that power to make you discouraged, fearful, and all that. Because the word would have sunk deep, and the word would be working in you. Amen. And Paul, the apostle Paul, had a desire, and his desire was to know God. So he wants to know Jesus. He, his desire was above all things. He wanted to know him. He said, that I may know him and the power of his resurrection and the fellowship of his suffering be made conformable to his death. He wanted to know Jesus to the extent that he would be one with him. He would imbibe Christ. He would be as he is. Amen. And that tells us that knowing someone is more than, you know, the ability to just identify that person. Someone say, oh, I know this person, but they know them from a distance. They know them casually. They know them sometimes from Facebook. They are following, and so they think they know the person. You know, it involves more than knowing somebody in the crowd. It involves an intimacy. When we say you know somebody, it, it's about intimacy, a closeness, the ability to know the person, the person's desires, the person's ways, and the person's actions. You can read into the person's actions. You can even read the person's body language. I always say this of my mother. When she sees me, she, was, she can say, Rabba, Sasha, what's wrong? Because when she sees me, I don't know what she sees. But she can tell immediately whether it is well with me or I am in the doldrums. She knows. And sometimes I try to mask it. But she should pick it up. Why? Because she knows me intimately. Amen. And that is where we must, the place we must seek to come to, to know God intimately. Amen. And when you know God intimately, you will have a revelation of God's will. You will have that revelation of God's will. The deep mysteries of God's will, the hidden things in God's heart will be made known to you. Amen. And all these things are revealed by the word, the word of God. Oftentimes, people don't want to hear the word. People are into signs and wonders and miracles. But signs and wonders and miracles come through the word. Amen. And signs and wonders and miracles are not the end. Because people can receive signs and wonders and miracles and then still live in sin or lose their salvation. People can even be working miracles and their end can be terrible. So the, what will ground us as believers is the knowledge of God's word which is his will, which is his heart. And by it, we will not stray. Amen. And by it, I say, we will not stray. The potency of God's will lies in his word. When you receive the word of God, or you know God's word, then you know the direction in which he wants you to go. You know what he has said he will do. And then faith, as the Bible says, comes by hearing and hearing the word of God. Amen. Faith comes by hearing and hearing the word of God. But we must seek God to find his will in his word. Amen. So if you don't love the word of God, if you don't like your Bible, you don't like the Bible and you always keep it somewhere else, waiting for somebody to preach it to you alone, you are missing out. Tell anybody you are missing out. Because whenever we pray, we are seeking God. When we Read the word, we are also seeking God. We seek God in his word. Either we are seeking the will of God, the mind of God, in his word and through his word. Amen. Isaiah says that, let 
as seek the Lord whilst he may be found. Amen. And call upon him whilst he is near. Said, so let the wicked forsake his way and the unrighteous man his thoughts and let them return to the Lord and he will have mercy on them. He said, that let us seek the Lord whilst he may be found. Turn away from wicked ways. Turn away from our flesh and seek the Lord. Because when you seek God, then you will find the revelation of God's will for your life. Amen. And as I say again, his word is his will. And when you have received the word of God, you have received his will. Because the Bible says that the word of God that comes out of his mouth, God himself said that the word that comes out of his mouth never returns to him void. It doesn't return to him empty until it has accomplished the purpose to which it's been sent. That means the word of God is a sent word. When God speaks, it's sent. It, it's supposed to accomplish a purpose. And it does. Hallelujah. It does. One of the phrases I love in the Bible is when I read, Thus saith the Lord, or saith the Lord. That one kicks me. Because that is where God is saying, I have said it, thus saith the Lord. When you read or you hear, thus saith the Lord, it means it is done. It is accomplished. It is finished. Hallelujah. Because God means what he says, and he says what he means. God doesn't talk for casual purposes. God doesn't come for just chit-chat for no reason, as we do on our phones. No. Whenever God speaks, it's for a purpose. It's to an intent. Amen. He doesn't speak for speaking sake. He speaks to bring to pass. And his word is spirit, and his word is life. And the word of God is creative. Once the word of God goes out of his mouth, it begins to form. It begins to create. What is not becomes. Amen. It begins to work. You can put your hands together and thank the Lord for his word. But I'm sure if I, I was saying that receive a miracle, you'd be clapping. So clap at the word of God. Amen. <laughs> and God speaks according to the predetermined counsel of his will. Whatever God has purpose in his heart to do, that he speaks. Amen. And nobody can stop the purpose of God. When he releases his word, he means it. That's what he has desired to do in his heart. That's what he has purpose to do in his heart. And so when he speaks it, it comes to pass. Amen. Oh, somebody put your hands together. And it's done already in the spirit. And in due time, it will manifest in the flesh. It will manifest in the, in the physical. So somebody has received a prophetic word. Maybe for five years you are waiting and you are getting tired. You are getting down. No, no, no. Don't, don't get down because the thing is that it is working. It is coming to pass. It will manifest. But most people just give up whilst in the wait. But the word of God, I tell you this morning, is potent. It's powerful. Amen. And it is true. And it's working. It is a living word. It will come to pass. So long as that said, the Lord comes, it will come to pass. Hallelujah. Oh, put your hands together and thank the Lord. When God speaks, it's a revelation. Every word in the Bible is a revelation of God's purpose and God's will. Amen. It is a prophecy. It is a foretelling or a foretelling. He's saying this and it will come to pass. He says it and it will come to pass. The birth of Jesus was prophesied, you know, years and years before his birth. Somebody would have said, oh, you know, it's been so long. Even as right now, people are saying that um, the second coming of the Lord has been so long, it's not going to happen. 
but one day we'll be there. Just like that. In a twinkle of an eye. He will appear. And people will say, had I known. That means had I known. But it will be too late. May you not be caught in that. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. God speaks his heart and God speaks his mind. Otherwise, Bible says the secret things belongs to the Lord. The mysteries of your tomorrow, the mysteries of your life is in God's heart. Amen. And so when God speaks his word, he brings revelation, then it's no longer secret. Amen. First Corinthians 2 from verse 9 says that eye has not seen, ear has not heard, neither has it entered into the heart of men the things that God has prepared for them that love him. Eye hasn't seen, ear has not heard. It has not entered into the heart of men the things that God has prepared for you. Amen. Because you have set your love upon him. He has things prepared in, for you. But you don't know it. And that is why you fret. You don't know it. You, don't, you, have, not, you have not imagined it. And that is how come you don't believe. But you say, whatever God has purpose to do, he says that I hasn't seen it. He hasn't heard it. He's not entered into the heart of men. But the spirit of God knows it. Because what, 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 who knows this, the, what is in the heart of man more than his spirit that dwells within him? As you sit this morning, nobody knows what is going on in your mind. Nobody knows what you are thinking. Amen. Some of you are not thinking about, not even hearing the word. You are thinking about the jollof rice you've cooked to eat after church. Not this church, the other church where I used to preach. That's why you, you are here, you are here. Amen. Amen. But you see, he said, no one knows what is in the heart of man more than his spirit. Even so, no one knows what is in the mind of God or the heart of God than his spirit. Amen. And so, by his spirit, he reveals this word. The word of God in your hand, the Bible in your hand, it was written by holy men who received inspiration from the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit, knowing what is in the heart of God, quickened their hearts and their minds, and they wrote the word. They penned it down. Amen. Because they received inspiration from the one who knows what is in the heart of God. So the spirit of God taking what is in the heart of God puts in the hearts of men, minds of men, and men wrote the Bible. And that is why the Bible is not like any book. There's no novel. There's no even Christian book that you read that compares to the Bible. Some like to listen or read other books. Read. I, I'm a reader. I love to read. But with it, read your Bible. Read your Bible. Because, you see, whatever you read, even if it's a Christian book, it gets its source from the Bible. Its source comes from the Bible. Amen. So we must pay attention to the Spirit of God who knows what is in the heart of God and who brings to us the Word of God that comes to pass, that brings forth a doing. Hallelujah. Amen. We must be connected daily to the Holy Spirit in order to keep strong. Otherwise, anything can push you down. Any wind of doctrine can come and just carry you. We've known Christians who suddenly said that they are no longer Christians now. They believe in something. And some of the things that people turn and go and believe in is so ridiculous. And for such a person, you will know that this person has been far from the word. This person has been far from the word. This person has not been intimate with God. Because when you lose that intimacy with God, then other spirits try to come in. When you draw away from God, you open up yourself for other forces of 
darkness to, to enter. That is why you start believing different things, thinking other things. Because as I tell you, your mind, our mind, is the greatest battleground. Every day from the moment you wake up, the enemy is battling your mind. And unless you are anchored, fixed firm in the word, or the word is fixed firm within you, you will give in to the, to, to the things that are going on in your mind. And most of it is not beneficial. Most of it will not help you. You get up in the morning and the enemy starts bringing thoughts. But it's by the word of God, the power of the word of God, that you'll be able to squash, I mean crush, the thoughts that the enemy is bringing. Amen. Scripture was breathed into man by the inspiration of the Holy Spirit. So every word of scripture is what God is saying. It's a prophecy. When we say a prophecy is the word that God is speaking, inspired by him to man, a man telling it forth. That's what prophecy is. God speaks, man hears, and speaks according to what God has said. So the scripture is prophecy. The word of God is prophecy. It's the spoken intention of God. So whenever you hear the word of God, you read the word of God, that means you are listening to what God is saying. And so you must pay heed to it. You must hear it, not in the in to your ear and out of your ear. As I'm ministering this word, my desire and my purpose is that after today, you develop a love for the word and you go back to the word. Go back to reading your Bible. Go back to knowing the word. Because there's nothing above it. Amen. God has magnified his word even above his name. His word. Amen. It's a spoken mind of God. It's what God has in mind. It's what God is thinking. It's what God will do. Amen. And he speaks it and he does it. That's why you can hold on to the word of God and receive everything that the word says you receive. Not doubting. Hallelujah. Now in the book of 2 Chronicles chapter 20, there was a battle on. Three very powerful nations, the nation of Moab, Ammon, and Mount Seir rose up to go and battle the king Jehoshaphat and his small nation of Judah. And can you imagine three nations coming up against one small nation? And when he heard, they brought the news to him that Moab, Ammon, and Mount Seir are coming against you. Bible says he feared. There was just a natural thing, you know, when you hear danger, you, you fear. He feared. But the fear didn't last long. He knew that there were certain keys to overcoming. And he picked two. The key of prayer and the key of fasting. So he set the whole nation, even children, fasted and prayed. The whole nation fasted and prayed. I remember when my children were young, if we're going to do a fast, you know, normally in our fasting, bulletin, we have the stipulation, we have special reasons and all that. Sometimes we'll be fasting, and my son will say, oh, mommy, can we do special reasons today? The special reason is when you can break at 12, <laughs> or you can eat something. One of my sons, he loves meat. I'll mention his name, otherwise he'll be very upset with me. I'm sure he's watching. He said, mommy, I'll fast my food, but please, don't make me fast my meat. <laughs> he said, I don't want to fast my meat. I'll fast my food, but please, Mommy, please don't let me fast my meat. Powerful keys. So you need to teach your children to fast and pray even now. Because they will need, a day will come in their lives 
maybe after they've left home, that they'll meet with certain situations that they will need the key of prayer and the key of fasting. They are not too young. So, they are not too young. People are, you know, teaching their little children how to kill and use rifles. It's happened. Amen. But we will teach our children to know the Lord. I said, we will teach our children to know the Lord. As for me and my house, we will, we will, we will put your hands together and thank the Lord. So the King Joshua set forth a fast and a prayer for the entire nation. And they fasted and they prayed. And the Bible says as they fasted and as they prayed, the Spirit of God came upon a prophet among them called Jehaziel. Amen. And he came and he said, And so is every battle that you also face in your life. This is a word. God spoke it. It has power in it. You pick that word and declare today to yourself that this battle is not mine. This battle belongs to God. Once you hand it over into his hands, he will fight it for you. He said, the Lord will fight for you and you will hold your peace. Hallelujah. Somebody thank the Lord that he's the God who fights all our battles. Hey, I said clap your hands. If you only knew what happened when you were asleep. But he protected you and preserved you. If only you knew. Sometimes, you know, you are giving glimpses to see. Sometimes you are not. But then you just sleep through the night, changing gears from first to second. I mean, snoring. It's not first level. It's not second level. Four. Then you push reverse. That's why the snoring stops for a while. Then it stops. Ooh, three gears. First, second, third. Those of you who don't drive, who've never driven the manual, you don't know what I'm talking about because you, you just know the automatic. But the, the gears. Ooh, three gears. Meanwhile, there's something at work against you. Right there. A few nights ago, I was just lying down. I was asleep. But suddenly, it was like I could see the room. And I saw a figure standing right there near the air condition right there, in yellow, tall. And I went up like this, and my heart was beating fast, and I knew that was a spirit. You know, God just made me see it. But there are many times, I'm sure, when things like that have come around, and you didn't see because God sent his angel of deliverance for you. And even this, the battle was the Lord's. Whatever came, God dealt with it. And so, listen, this is a spoken word of God. It said, don't be afraid or be dismayed even now by reason of anything, the multitude, whatever it is. The battle is the Lord's. So he said to them that go to the battlefield, yes, but you won't have to fight this battle. He said, you go. He told them, go to the battlefield. And he said, set yourself. Don't go and fight. Set yourself. Go and just say, stand still and see the salvation of the Lord. So go up against them, but you just stand still and you will see the salvation of the Lord. This morning, I picked this word and I, I release it as a remnant into your spirit that you, you will stand still, but yet you will see the salvation of the Lord. Hallelujah. Because God will fight for you and you hold your peace. Hallelujah. For God is with you. When they received this word, immediately, King Joseph and the whole of the nation, they, 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 they rejoice. 
Because they believed, even as we also ought to believe any time we receive the word of God. See, that's the thing. We ought to believe any time we hear the word of God. Some of we hear, we don't believe. And because we don't believe, it, is, it becomes of non-effect. Amen. Yeah, the demons. Paul says that even the demons, they know God is God. But because they did not mix what they know with faith, it, it, it didn't help them. They still are recalcitrant and stubborn and disobedient against God. Many people know God, but they, they will not obey him. And it doesn't help them. But you see, when we receive the word, or when we hear the word of God, mix it with faith. Believe it. Then it will happen. And for King Jehoshaphat and the nation, once they received that word from Jehazel, out of the mouth of the prophet, he said that thus saith the Lord. It was settled for them. For them, it was a done deal. Amen. It was settled. They knew that they have the victory even the day before the battle. Is somebody with me today? So they didn't fret. They were not afraid anymore. They lost their fear. They didn't worry anymore. They were not stressed anymore. You know, sometimes when you are troubled about something, then you hear the Holy Spirit say something to you. Immediately you hear it. Brother, sister, take it and believe it. He will say, oh, have I not done it before? I'll do it again. You hear it in your spirit. Take it and rest. But we hear it and we still say, no, God, I choose to fight this thing. I choose to think about it. The Rema word of God that comes to you, take it and believe it. Believe it. They took it. It was settled for them. Amen. They did not doubt. And look at what they did. So Bible said they rose early the next morning and they went forth into the wilderness of Tekoa. And instead of them Sending the soldiers ahead, they send the choir, praise singers, ahead to the battle. So the first people that you, you the enemy will meet will be those who are singing, Oh, single, single, praise the Lord, power beyond the sky. Come, set me free, jumping, jumping, dancing, jumping, dancing, like David does, dancing, like David does. Hey, I'm sure the enemy will say, These people are crazy if they saw them. Who does that? Then behind them, I'm sure there were some little children too singing, with a little voice. Small, small children. The choir, Then maybe the women too followed. Women, are we here? Yamaso, Yabamani Tesu, Amen in Abe who said, Yesu Dina Yamaso. Then came the men and were saying, Yesu Christo, Yakunim de Fanka, Enuti, Baba Mutre, Yabe him, 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 Amen, you know, who said, Ombobes, Kunim de Fanka, before the soldiers came at the rear. What kind of battle are you going to? I mean, under normal circumstances, this will be, I mean, heavy loss. There would, it would be a massacre. Choir, children, women, men, then soldiers are there. But you see, as the choir praised God, in faith, believing the word that has been spoken, God who inhabits the praises of his people went ahead of the choir. 
may God go ahead of you. May God go ahead of you. As you lift up your voice in praise and in thanksgiving. In faith unto God in all things. I declare the Lord will go before you. You will not have to fight any battle. He will fight for you. And you shall hold your peace. He will deliver you. Ah, because he's the strongest of the strong ones. Is somebody with me this morning? Put your hands together and thank the Lord. Ah, our warrior. Jehovah Kibor is his name. Hallelujah. The Lord of Sabbath. God of the captain of the hosts. Of the armies of the Lord. He will go before you. Fight every unseen battle on your behalf. Bring you the victory. Bring down the high looks. Silence the voice of your adversaries. He will shut up the mouth of lions. Breaking the, the teeth of, of the lions. Ah, he will cause the serpents and the scorpions to come under your feet. And give you the strength to crush them. I declare you will crush every serpent, every scorpion under your feet. You will not be overcome. You will not lose in any battle. For the Lord will go before you as a consuming fire. He will go before you as a consuming fire. Burn down all the power of the enemy and give you the victory. Do I have a celebrating people in the house this morning? Oh, come and put your hands together. Those of you online, join us in praise. Lift up your voice, put your hands together and praise the name of the Lord who fights our battles. It's a very dangerous thing. A very dangerous thing. For anything, human entity or spiritual entity, to decide to come against a child of God. And yet dangerous. The danger is for them. Because any spirit, any spiritual entity, any human entity that decides to come against a child of God, they have to understand that they even lost the battle even before they even decided. Because God is the strength of his people. God is our defense. Are we together this morning? The Lord God is your defense. Put your hands together and thank the Lord. They heard the word of God. They believed it. So believe in the Lord your God and you shall be established. Believe his prophets and you shall prosper. And I'm talking about true prophets, not belly prophets. People who really speak the mind of God. There's a difference, you know, and you will prosper. Those who hear the true word of God and speak it as the head, they speak it in truth, not adding to it, not subtracting from it, because we are not to subtract from it, we are not to add to it, amen. And they praise God, and Bible says by the time they got to the camp where the, the battlefield was, lo and behold, the nation of Moab, Ammon, and Mansia, the armies, they were all dead. They, they were dead men in the field. For Bible says, for the Lord has sent ambushment among them. They fought themselves. Even before Jehoshaphat and his praise singers got there. I don't know what happened, but then God caused them to fight themselves. So will your adversaries, the confederacies against you. So will they bite each other, devour each other? Yes. If the enemy sends 10,000 demons against you, they'll fight each other. Because God has not given you as prey to the teeth of the enemy. Is somebody with me this morning? Put your hands together and thank the Lord. But the thing is that once they heard the word of God, they believed it. And because they believed it, their attitude changed. The word of God, when you receive the word of God, your attitude will change. 
their actions changed. You see, our attitude must change once we receive the word of God. Our actions must change if truly we receive the word of God. Amen. Amen. Be still and know that I am God. Yes, God. Look at somebody tell the person, Amen. If I want to step out a bit to speak some ever, can I say, Jigbodi? Oh? Bojida. 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 Bojidi. Hey. Someone say Bojidi. Someone say Bojidi. I'll try the man in the glasses, please. Bojidi. <laughs> I trust him because the choir will say all that. And I know Albert Aigbe not in Sonte Papa Aigbe. I can't fantasy Aigbe. That's Albert. <laughs> Minister Albert. So I don't trust his own. So Bojidi. Teddy, every one of us needs to get into that mode. Be still and know that I'm God. Whatever it is, be still and know that I'm God. You see, because the word of God, when it comes, is a voice that comes to settle issues. Issues are settled, not in earthly courts, but the heavenly courts. Sometimes when I pray, I say, God, this one, I bring it to heaven's court. Let it be decided in heaven. Let heaven judge. Then it comes down. There are certain things that, if I, okay, but my play, that be, Kenyangwe. Kenyangwe. Hey, me can't grant it now. And see the salvation of the Lord. There are many voices that speak all the time, but there's one voice. Only one voice that comes to settle issues. And that is the voice of God and his word. Hallelujah. It comes to seal your faith. The word comes to bring direction. Amen. Divine direction at that. Amen. And if you follow that direction of that word, you can't go wrong. No, you can't go wrong. Sometimes it may look like you're a fool for going, taking that direction. Jesus says, somebody slap you, turn the other cheek. Abba. Asumboya yaye. No, but why not? We have to do back. No, I find. But he said, turn the other cheek. Who does that? But then you should try it. You turn the other cheek and see the amazing slaps that the person will get. Amen. It's time for us to get away from carnal thoughts, the thoughts of our minds. Amen. From what we feel, what we think, because then we work in the physical realm. But you see, as a child of God, you are in both realms, spiritual and physical. You operate between both. When you pray, you're working the spirit. Hello? Yeah. And so there are certain times and for a lot of issues, take it into the spirit. Somebody once said something, said that um, this is how is it, a hawk or an eagle kills um, snakes. If they start the battle on the ground, the snake is trying to bite the bed, and the bed is also trying to claw the snake, and it gets intense. He just grabs the snake and starts flying up, 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 knowing that the snake can't breathe at a certain altitude. So once the, the, it gets the snake to that altitude where you know, it loses the ability to breathe, you know, the snake dies, then it will drop it. 
finish him. But if he was fighting with him on the earth, yeah, the snake's territory, on the ground, hey, the snake could bite him. But he picks up the snake and takes him up to an altitude where he can't breathe. And we have been giving that power Amen. to operate in the spirit and in the physical. And you do so by taking heed to the dust of the Lord. What God says, take it, believe it, and act on it. It's time to hear the word of God. And it's time to discern. I will end this message here. And next week, I will push it in on discerning the word of God. But this morning, I end on this note. That God has already spoken concerning your life. He said even before you were a clot of blood in your mother's womb, he knew you. And he had already ordained you. Establish your goings on. Along the way, many things will happen. Many challenges will happen. Many things will come. Good things, hard times. But he who knew you, who, he who foreknew you and he who has predestined you and planned your future, he knows those things and those times will come. And he's already given you every strength that you need to overcome. He's already given you the wisdom that you need that you will not fail. He's already given you the power to rise above to the point of bringing you and your destiny to the fulfillment, to the place that he has set for you. That's why he says, I know the thoughts, the plans I think towards you. Thoughts of peace, not of evil. To give you a hope and a future. To bring your life to an expected end. Hallelujah. And so to everything in life, God has given you the strength that you need. And I like the word wisdom. Because that is what I have been taught by my mother. Wisdom, she says, wisdom. Say, I'll, I'll give you some to drink. Put some in your nostrils. So she, she, she says she, she'll pray and put it in every office. I want to be decent on this platform. So I reserve the other places where they, are, they pour or push wisdom for um, some people. Because wisdom is a paramount thing. And God, by his word, gives us wisdom. And by wisdom, the mind of God, the heart of God, the direction of God, the know-how of God, you shall prevail. Listen to what God has to say. Amen. And you'll never lose in any battle. May the Lord bless us. Please rise up on your feet. Thank you, Jesus. Begin to thank the Lord, brethren. Be still and know that I I'm gone and know that I am gone. Be still and know that I am your God. Be still and know that I am gone. And we'll learn to trust the word. In the oh Lord and his word I put my trust. Lift up your hands and say in the oh Lord.
whatever is on your heart, whatever is on the tables of your heart. Bible says Jehoshaphat and the whole of Judah, they fasted and they prayed and the word of God came to them. This morning you want to pray, pray your heart to God. And as you pray, his word will come to you. That word that will settle you. That word that will bring a refreshing, a restoration. That word that will heal you. That word that will instruct you. That word that will direct you. Pray. Whatever is upon the tables of your heart. God has no grandchildren, but we are all the children of God. We can approach him. Talk to God this morning. Unburden yourself unto him. And he will release his word to you. That's here the Lord. That settles every matter. Actions will change. Thoughts will change. Feelings will change. Spirit of the living God this morning, touch every life under the sound of my voice, every life that has heard your word. Oh God, touch their lives. I pray this morning that Lord, let strongholds, my God, of doubt and disbelief break down. And I pray, Father, that Lord, let there be built within every heart, every life that has heard this word, an edifice of faith to receive your word and take that word and run with it. And I pray, Father, in the mighty name of Jesus, the Lord, Holy Spirit, open the ears of your people and speak to their hearing. Let none be deaf in the spirit, but by your quickening spirit, my God, make all alive. My God, to your word and to your spirit, O oh God. I pray for spiritual sensitivity upon your lives. That you will know the way that he leads. I pray that may your ears be open to hear that voice of God when he says that this is the way, walk in it. I pray this morning that may you hear the instruction of the word. And may you receive grace even to receive it and to live it and to appropriate it even to the fulfillment of God's divine purpose for your life in the mighty name of Jesus Amen Thank you for listening to today's word. Connect with us on our website www.tlgm.org Get interactive with Apostle on all social media platforms at Apostle Leanne Coffey